supporting. <laughs> supporting. Oh shit. We are back. Um, yes. for another glorious session. Session conversation podcast. I am one from the session conversation crew. Hey, I am one half of this show. I am Reed, aka the Claudius. And I am OG Flowers, better known as Lil Massacre. <laughs> Yeah, just took it back. Just took it super back. Like, you know how wrong, how politically wrong that name is right now? <laughs> yeah, like, it was wild back then. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, super wild now. Um, y'all can find this podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, just search Session Conversation. Uh, I know we on Anchor 2. We on a lot of different shit, so... Just uh, search that, share this shit, rate this shit, tell your friends about this shit, roll up to this shit, pour up to this shit, have fun to this shit, go to work exactly. to this shit, mm-hmm. smoke to Coffee, this shit. whatever, yeah, water, you know, it ain't have to be any type of intoxicants all the time, like whatever the fuck floats your boat, you know. Cut this shit on, man, we be rambling and gambling. Drink your green tea to this shit. Your green juice. <laughs> your smoothie, your organic smoothie. Um, So, we're going to kick this week off. Session one, two, three. Yeah, session one, two, three, too. Speaking of drinking stuff, have you seen, like, this viral meme going about where it's, like, motherfuckers riding on, like, some type of hoverboard or some electric scooter and they drinking, like, some some type of drink and they got this this the same song playing in the back. It's the same song every every fucking video. Same song, same little viral video. They got the same. It's like a it's some like you know I don't know what year, but it's famous song. Pretty sure it's like some white lady singing it, but it's uh yeah, no clue what I'm talking no about. No fucking clue what you talking about whatsoever. I I'm pretty sure I'm not sure if people are putting. They're the same drink up when they're doing this clip, but I have oh, seen. Oh, oh, you talking about the Fleetwood I, Mac shit? Yes. Yeah, no, that's not a white woman, nigga. That's a whole white. My that's a white man. <laughs> no, no, it same might have thing. been a white woman. I think it's a band. I think it's like, a band. I don't know. You know, I ain't into all that. Fleetwood shit. Mac. So you know what video yeah, I'm talking yeah, about? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The white. Dude I don't know if everyone's it. drinking. I don't cranberry. know if everyone's drinking cranberry. Oh, okay, yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's drinking cranberry ocean spray. You're super late on this shit. So let me tell you how I kicked off. Um, I don't give a fuck. That shit fire. <laughs> like I seen the fucking. I seen. I seen it this one video and like we had some in the fridge and I went and grabbed that bitch and drank that bitch, dog. I swear Fleetwood Mac was playing. <laughs> Shit fire sale. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That shit fire sale. So, so the shit got super popular because it was this Mexican cat, and I don't know his at his handle or whatever, but this Mexican cat, he was like, I don't know if he was hanging off the back of a car, if he was on a skateboard. I don't know what the fuck he was on, right? He went onto an arm ramp, off ramp, arm yeah, ramp. Yeah, some shit like that. The the first one I seen, he was on some shit like that. I don't know what he was on. I felt like he was hanging off the back of a garbage truck. I don't know what the fuck was going on. But my man was recording himself, <laughs> and he was drinking the ocean spray. And like that shit just caught fire all over the internet. So now I do know what you're talking about. 
Yeah, I think he was on. Listen, they got so much shit out here. Like, in order for him to be free with his hands, recording, and then drinking, I think he was on this thing God. where it's like a big, it's like a big ass, it's like a big ass. I, I wouldn't. No, nah, it's it's thicker than like a. Um, you just got super enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah, it's thicker than any type of wheel because it's like its own. It's literally I've seen these motherfuckers niggas out here kids. Right. They balance on this bitch and it's one wheel. Oh, yeah. And that bitch go fast as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's probably like a like one fourth the width of a maybe half the width of a tire. Sound like a new like segue. A, a car tire. Yeah, bro, that shit that shit legit like uh probably need some skills. Like you know what I'm saying. The electric scooters are dope enough, but you know we can balance on that shit. But these other things that I'm talking about, like <laughs> please, like the other thing where you gotta like stand on it and kind of move yourself. Right. Like man, these 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 motherfuckers be semi talented. Think it's sweet. Talking about think it's sweet. <laughs> I'm finna steal buddy shit. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not going anywhere with that. <laughs> so the so the Fleetwood Mac Ocean Spray got you, huh? Cranberry oh, that drink got fire. you. That drink that drink fire. So yeah, drink some of that to this. <laughs> long story short. Um, long story long. I told bro to tune into a uh, a movie that was. So you know who told me to watch that shit? Take a while. Get, boy, what is that? A chicken wing? That's some Harold's. Ranch wings from Walmart. <laughs> Y'all hear this nigga in the background, yo? So, um, guess who recommended me? Uh, recommended that movie I told you to watch? We're talking about Borat, y'all. We talking about the new Borat. That's how we are gonna kick off the show with a review of this Borat. I don't think bro got all. Does the name start with a B? Yeah, Borat. I didn't get all the way through it. No. Bro, no, did the you get all the way? You on. No, hell no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hell no. But you did start it though. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, who, who do you think recommended that movie to me before we get into it? Take a while. That's again. what I asked. Does their name start with a B? Not Borat. Does the person that put you on there start with a B? <laughs> uh, you just got to guess, man. I give you, I give you two guesses. Blue. You say who? Blue. Yeah. There you go. Did I tell you that? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Blue put me on that. <laughs> of course he did. That's why I guessed. Gee, that. the nigga was wilding about this shit. Like he was talking to me about the movie as if I had seen the movie. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, he's like, you ain't seen right. no Borat. You ain't seen no Borat. You know how blue is. I'm like, bro, relax. Right. Like, it can't be that fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, that shit's that fucking funny. That shit is. No, it's, <laughs> it's electrifying. <laughs> it's intense. Like, damn, like. They ain't chilling, and then it's like the way that is. I've never seen the first one. Did you see? Yeah, the first I saw one? the first one. First one was nuts no. too, but I don't remember it like that. But it was nuts. But this one, like I know the whole plot to the movie, but haven't seen the whole movie, so I ain't gonna ruin it for you. But you had texted me about the part shorty that came out the box and had ate the monkey and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that threw you. That, that threw you for one. Cause she was uh she was talking to that white lady and like the white lady was telling her how to be like a woman or be like a woman of America and she was like yeah you so so you can't do that she was basically telling her shit she can't can and cannot do <laughs> dying like a motherfucker but yeah this shit this shit's out the box how how long is the uh this this female companion on the side of Borat throughout the movie is like the whole thing well, from what I seen she she went him the whole entire movie up until the part that I had passed out on it but. That was further on in the movie. I got what, what how far did you get? I'm not too far past the uh I'm not too far past her makeover. Bro. Okay. Like I just So we could talk yeah, about I just, that. 
Um, yeah, I just kind of cut it on and it was probably like 40, 30, 30, 35 minutes in. Right. So the chick that um, Borat had took the, the daughter to, to like, you know, learn how to be like, so she didn't know it was a movie though. So she was like, she had came out after the movie. It came out like, yo, they tricked me, da da this. You mean to tell me these people are being recorded and they ain't, they ain't know it was a movie? Like these aren't filmed or uh, paid actors? S- supposedly. See, you ain't even get to the part where my man sneaked into a, a Pence rally or to a Trump rally, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sneaked. Nah. Gee, so you know he's there to take his daughter for, for, for Trump. To, to like be or with it's Trump either or be with Trump or be with Pence, one of the two. Yeah, I thought it was Pence. Yeah, I think it's Pence. Yeah, he's there to take the daughter to Pence. Yeah, that nigga so, said McDonald yeah, Trump bro, it, it's, killed me. <laughs> killed me when he said McDonald Trump. <laughs> Gee, there's so much more. Like I'm trying not to spoil the movie for you. If you haven't seen the movie, watch the movie. It's on Amazon Prime for free. Go ahead, get your little seven day trial on for the free ball. Order you some. Toilet tissue off Amazon.com for 35 cent a roll or some shit like that. And watch the Borat movie. You feel me? That shit is definitely. Repeat repeat, repeat that Amazon plug to people. How do you get free shit? Uh, no, the movie's on Amazon Prime for free. So what I'm saying True. is like, I don't think you can watch it anywhere other than Amazon Prime. So get you a little free seven day trial of the Amazon Prime. You know what I'm saying? Go order you some toilet tissue for 35 cent a roll and then watch mm-hmm. the Borat shit. Why you at it? What does toilet paper have to do with anything? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, it was it was just it was just a a, a poorly poorly aimed joke, I guess. Do you get Amazon anything if you buy stuff off of Amazon? What do you mean? I thought you were saying like if you order something on Amazon, you get to watch like seven day trials. For no, free no, you get you can get a free seven day trial. Like how you get a free seven day trial on Netflix, you get a free seven day trial of fucking Amazon Prime. That's what I'm saying. Telling people. That's how you get to the movie. If it, what the fuck does this does the thirty five cent roll of toilet? Man, look, anywho, any fucking who on to the next subject, goddammit. Um how do we feel about this NBA restart? Have you been hearing about this NBA restart and these potential dates? You know, one of them has been thrown out there as December twenty second. The other one's been thrown out there as uh MLK Day and uh twenty twenty one. What would you like to see? What are your thoughts on everything? I haven't seen anything. I'm glad you're talking about it because it is interesting. I think Christmas or whatever you guys want to call it, December 25th. I'm sorry. I think that is too early. I think it's too early. Yeah, really? like chill. I, I'm all I'm all for the uh, as far as like when they just ended. Yeah, it's a little too early. Just come back and where the All Star Game should have been. I think we talked about that before. Yeah, I fucks with that. I fucks with February. Nah, I mean. It's funny. I thought you was gonna take the opposite and say that you wanted basketball sooner. Um, honestly, it'd be nice, but I think for the for the product of the game, like I I wouldn't want them to come back too soon. What I would like to see, honestly, I think they should push it back to January, February, and they should figure out a way to do like maybe like four to six different bubble cities for the different teams, and and then you know when they gotta you know. However, you need to switch them out between the bubbles. I don't want to see them traveling from city to city, like as if everything is normal and shit, because I think that's going to take away from the season with the potential risk of the COVID shit. Like football. Yeah, I think the bubble shit was a was a great example of, of showing folks how you can execute 
playing your games without having the, the bullshit there. And because it's basketball, you could throw up these makeshift courts damn near literally anywhere and still keep yeah. the integrity of the actual game. So, um, you know, as, fa- as far as, like, fans wanting to get back all that different shit, man, man, cut the shit. Like, if you want to keep your league going and keep the product good, we just showed y'all we'll watch it the way y'all presented it to us. Like, relax. Just give us basketball. Like, that's why you're seeing so many complications in, in, in football, even with, with the uh, World Series when the Dodgers won. My man that had tested positive for COVID was out there on the fucking field taking his mask off, smiling for photo ops. Like, fuck banning champagne. Why don't you ban niggas that's sick with the Rona from <laughs> – you know what I'm saying? Called his ass Justin, Justin, uh, Justin Burner Turner. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying, man. I would like to see the the integrity and, and diligence that y'all took with with getting the restart back up, taken with getting this new season going. So I'm, I, I guess I am kind of like you, where you know, started later. I would just like to see those things done sooner, I guess. But I guess making it happen sooner would be too. Um, would be too much to ask because they saying, you know, if they start the season in January, they could potentially lose anywhere from $500 million to a billion dollars. And I'm like, yo, I don't it's give a fuck. Why? Because I, I guess that's how much revenue they could generate uh, in between the time of December 22nd and... Without fans still. No, nah, well, you that's know, they, like- what they're saying is with the stadiums, they'll go off the protocols of the different areas. So if, if, oh, and they project them with those numbers? Yeah. I mean, all right. Um, that's really that. Like you said, I don't how you were just saying. Like you don't give a fuck as far as like that goes because we really don't. I mean, that's really a that's really a owner standpoint. And if you're investing, if you're an investor into the team or some shit, like if you're one of those players, like I, you know. But how many of us are actual fans that attend games? Right. Frequently. Not like oh I be, yeah I go to games I be, I went to a game a couple years no, like either season ticket buyers or you just fucking go a lot right not a lot of us do we don't honestly I don't think most of us average people that are average fans that don't go to games we don't really give a fuck about the fans being there or not I'm just uh, that's just my opinion because we just watched the NBA without fans and you know. It was still a good product. It was still a good display of sports on the floor. And the football, you know, for the most part, some teams have state. Some teams have the ability to have play uh, fans. Some teams don't. Don't really notice. They have the impact. Uh, I mean, they have the implemented crowd noises, implemented crowd noises that they put in there and shit like that. And that sometimes is like a little too much. But when it comes to like just watching the game, if you're a sports fan and that's like really what you're watching is the game and the plays and the fucking score and you ain't think about these fans and shit like that. So like, I don't think they should really, uh, I don't think they should really put too much into to like their plan as far as like multiple bubbles because of fans being able to, I think they should just try to, uh, try to keep, keep it the way. You know, they, they they can with, like, baseball, how they did it with no fans, but still try to stay, you know, whatever you whatever you call it, safe and, like, traveling and, you know, be in contact, uh, in contact with people and all that stuff. Still try to do that. But the fans, like, I don't think they should really put that. That's, that's like I was saying, that's more of, like, 
when you're when you're thinking about money and you're like an owner or you're an investor, you know what I'm saying? Like or you invested and you have season tickets, like, yeah, it bothers you and shit like that, but that doesn't that doesn't impact the games in me and if it's gonna impact their decision on things, like that's where you kinda lost me because now it goes from sports to entertainment. NBA just killed it in one fucking city, one bubble or whatever you want to call right. it. One city just nailed it, and they ain't had no test positives. Like, just run with that, right. bro. And I like, feel, that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all did it with fucking 22 teams. What's another eight? Like, maybe y'all need two close cities in one little area. You know what I'm saying? Like, it can be done. Because college is having a problem right now, and they, and they be and they're like, I don't know if they if they having like fans at games or not. But what college football or basketball? Uh, football. Football definitely been having fans. All yeah. College football. Yeah. LSU been having like yeah. packed stadiums and shit like that. That's why the Saints was like. And they've been having away. problems. Right. True indeed. True indeed. They had to cancel. They've had to cancel Big Ten games, and can't make them up. Like not postpone. Like literally cancel. Right. So how's that gonna play in the fact of the college football playoff? Right. Right. Games just not gonna be able to get made up. Right. Because they're trying to do it, and have <laughs> what. Now that's a greedy league. College, um, especially college football. I'm not too sure about basketball, but college well, football. College, that's athletic, a greedy well, league. college athletics in general has has been greedy. That's why they've been lobbying for the players to be paid, and definitely to speak to the point of what you're making. Um, it definitely just shows you how greedy they are. Like we don't even care about the integrity of the game and making sure that you know someone's crowned properly and that you know. The season goes on for a certain length and this, that, and the third. Like, we just want them out there on the field because we need that revenue from what this product generates. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's fucked up. At least when you see it with – and I'm not even going to call them kids because they're adults. But at least when you see it with professionals, we know right, they're right. being compensated for the risk that they're taking. <laughs> Hell, yeah, and they know that. These kids, what you going to say? They're getting the education. What? They getting – like, man – that's a, that's education for what business? They get an education that we have to, to, do we, to become uh, in debt to get a job or you know to, to become biochemical scientists to figure out this bullshit y'all claim is going on. <laughs> Fuck out of here! Like you know that that's a whole nother story, but you know, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I would hope to see the NBA at least try to take the proper precautions to get it right because I don't give a fuck what you say. 72-game season, whatever, 65-game season. I say go for the 65-game season in a bubble setting. And when you do the when you do the um, the All-Star weekend shit, you know, um, I, I guess I guess give them a, a, a two- or three-week break, maybe a month break, so maybe they can have their family members come in and some shit like that, you know, something like that in the middle of the season, and then get back to the regular season. You know, however y'all want to do it. Y'all can have an All-Star game. Maybe in, in April or May. And and by pushing back the start of the season, you give yourself that much more of the potential of maybe later on in the year, maybe these restrictions lift and we can actually have people back in these stadiums or in these crowds. And then you can start selling tickets or find bigger venues and work it out a, a later date. I feel like that's a good problem to have because it would be easier to get back up to what you know as opposed to trying to downsize to the unknown. So. That's just my thoughts and opinion behind that shit. Me and bro, I should say. Yeah, I'm with it. I mean, I don't really know about all the amount of games they they need to or, or should play or whatever. But yeah, I fuck with it. I'm cool with them shortening it up too. That's all. That's that's all in favor. You know what I'm saying of kind of what they 
been doing with 82 when there was no COVID. Motherfuckers sitting out. And right, and that's what I'm saying. It gives them even even better opportunity to see how a shortened season might work out and how you can work it, you know, with whatever. The little, the little bubble tournament thing for the playoffs was a good idea. I think that should be something they keep going forward. So, like you, like we were saying, maybe with the idea of, okay, only the teams that can make the playoffs continue to play each other, and then the rest of the teams, they play for their, uh, their draft uh, stake. They play for their draft pick. You know what I'm saying? How high they might pick in the draft. You know what I'm saying? That way you prevent teams from tanking because you just can't tank to get the best pick. If you tank, you could it still potentially end up with the – you know, 10 through 14 pick or some shit like that. And one thing I do say, like, uh, as crazy as this might sound, one thing I do take from this, um, I don't know, this change and delay of schedule in sports and just change. Um, I do like the way that they came together in, like, meetings and agreements, uh, whether it was players and owners or whatever, you know what I'm saying, to think about how they're going to fix it uh, still be able to play but change some of the rules like they've changed some rules up for, and possibly shortened up some some uh possibly shortened up some games moving forward in seasons like it just gave them time to think and uh recreate uh open up the closed mind you know what i'm saying a little bit baseball i think needs it the most but uh you know even basketball shit you know like we were just saying with the whole injuries and motherfuckers be resting, shorten it up a little bit. They don't hurt nobody. And then the uh, the football, I mean, the baseball, like, you know, their whole um, extra innings rules and stuff like that. Like, that was only really, I mean, they've been talking about it for years, but it was implemented, like, because of whatever, COVID, and let's shorten up the season, and let's try to speed it up and whatnot. Like, they've done some good things, like, in the sports that, you know, maybe they can uh, keep on innovating and adding some some decent things. Because I, I honestly like, bro, like, <clears throat> I hate to backtrack, but the whole way that the NBA was covered with, you know what I'm saying, you could watch it from different camera angles on, like, whatever type of uh, subscriptions they have out there. You could be, you know, have your face shown in the crowd to make it look like you're there, uh, advertising that way. You know what I'm saying? That takes away, of course, from the business, the big business that it is, the sports entertainment business that it is for the owners and the fans and all the fucking collection that comes within just having an arena and so many people at an event. But you can, you can, you know, you can do some different things to make it more applicable, like in places that don't even have arenas or don't have a lot of people. Right. So you're scared to go there. Like you're scared to invest in small markets because you're not going to build like, well, look at what we just did. We ain't had no, nobody there, but you were able to make it work. TV deals. You got so much electronic and technical stuff nowadays. Right, right. It's just and that's what I was, crazy yeah. dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could play the fucking Xbox now on the iPad, like just from like some wild ass like technology. Like it's just way in 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 NFL. Like I know the NBA has it too. You can go on certain websites, third parties, or the NBA or NFL themselves, and just watch the game from a different camera angle that you would never get from home just watching it on TNT or being there at the game in person. Like there's just crazy tech that's out there that's available. Take advantage of it. You know what I'm saying? Take advantage. But they they want these millions. They want, they the, want, fans. These, they want, these want the fans. They want these billions, the billions, 
Yeah. We want you to we want you to log on at home and we want you to come see us too. We want you to, we want your money all the time. Long story short though with the NBA, I do want the fucking uh the uh the season to come back and get in effect because it is interesting uh stuff happening in my um city, my beloved the Chicago Bulls. I do kind of want to see what all this they've done. Not saying that it's going to mean something, but I want to see if it means something. And it's like they've they've done a lot. They got draft picks. They've done a lot in the office. They've got the new coach, and they have uh, supposedly they've just fired some some scouts and some trainers, and like they just want a whole new fucking uh, regime in there. So let's see what it do. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to that. So <clears throat> no rush. I don't want it back like next month, but I do want it back, and I'm curious to see what the Bulls do with all this. True indeed. True indeed. Um, you got anything you want to move into, or you want me to? You want me to keep it pushing? Um, nah. Let's keep it pushing. All right. So, woman allegedly impersonated prosecutor dropped charges against herself. <laughs> a New Hampshire woman is accused of pretending to be a prosecutor and submitting paperwork, dropping stalking and drug charges against herself, according to an indictment handed down this month. The New Hampshire union leader reports Lisa Landon, 33, was accused of, uh, was arrested after she allegedly submitted false documents in three separate court cases last November and December under the um, disguise of a prosecutor. Uh, in some instances, she even used the electric court system to file documents. Uh, officials first became suspicious when a state forensic examiner who was scheduled to uh, elevate London's uh oh evaluate ha evaluate uh Landon's uh competency for trial noticed that her charges had been dropped and questioned if she should move forward with the evaluation but that's wild you know what I'm saying like how do you impersonate the prosecutor to drop charges against yourself that's a finesse you feel me trying I didn't yeah I, I didn't see motherfuckers that's and heard stories that people uh, impersonating police, like even in like, even in like department stores and stuff. Like, man, I'm telling people uh, go about, uh, beyond measures. <laughs> Trying to finesse. I mean, that's a super finesse though. Like, how do you impersonate a prosecutor and get past all these people who typically see you on a regular basis, right? Not you, right. not the who, who, like not the the person who you're supposed to be, right? Not the person impersonating, but the person who is supposed to be there. You know what I'm saying? How do you, <laughs> yeah. how do you let this impersonator just do everything that they doing? That's a Doctor. That's a super today. Watch, man, niggas finna try and get up and Sally Man and motherfucking get their motherfucking student loans canceled somehow. Swear to God, that shit wild as hell. Try to get a job at Sally Man and try to cancel your own student loans. You over there. I wouldn't put it past it. You over there getting it in? What, what you eating on? How, how's it treating you? Give us a review. I mean, it's it's straight. Y'all don't. I don't think y'all understand. Like, Bro, been at it for twenty seven minutes over there. <laughs> these wall, these Walmart ranch wings, dog. Like it tastes like the uh, the Doritos Cool Ranch chips and shit. Like the little seasoning flavor they put on them, and uh, they be going. Like uh, you know, shout out Walmart for that. But these beers, yeah, these beers I, I fucks with, man. These are Pacificos. And I used to fuck with them real oh, yeah, tough, you but they used to boost the Pacificos all the time. Yeah, they, but now they just you know, 
a little little watery to me now. Maybe it's because I was fucking with y'all, fucking with the moles. Fucking with the moles. Yeah, maybe maybe that's why these seem a little a little watery much. But uh, excuse me, they're getting the job. Ah! I got I got one of the got one of the moles right here. Drinking one of the moles. There you go. And I went against my my own fucking uh my own fucking way, like. I was talking shit about gas station beers the other day, and I bought gas station beers. Even though they <laughs> had the beer cave, a little cool beer cave and all that shit, I was like, you know, I think you should just go to the liquor store. I, that's that's a theory of mine. I don't know if it's fact-based, but I've had some, I, I feel like I've had some bad, like, sicknesses off of beers that I've got from gas stations, so. Okay. I've never, I don't feel like I've ever been... I never really bought beer from the gas station, to be honest with you. <laughs> now I think about it. Never just pulled up to Circle K like, let me get some beer. Not even Golo, but I buy liquor from Golo. Because <laughs> they price is lower than the liquor store. And they be open. Let's go low. Swear to God. Um, you, bought what? you bought liquor from Walmart? Nah, hell nah. For what? Hmm. Some Walmarts have their own little liquor department. Yeah, I've seen them. Like, when I'm out of town, yeah. Like, when I'm not here, yeah. I'll do it because I don't know no better. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't. Because <laughs> I don't know no better this shit. He doesn't know any better. Um, We we uh, got a guy who came back from the dead. Oh, uh, perfect time. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, Someone brings her deep intent. Whoa, 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 whoa. This story, this story didn't go how I wanted it to go. Ah, on uh, July 9th, 33-year-old Shabash <laughs> Tamang and three um, wild-ass named co-workers hired a taxi outside the power plant where they lived and worked uh, on the outskirts of... This is all in uh, Saudi Arabia. All four... Saudi? Yeah. All four work for Hyundai Heavy Industries, the Korean uh, shipbuilding and construction behemoth, a separate company from the car manufacturer that built the, uh, okay, blah, blah, blah. Get to the part where this nigga died and came back to life. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so mad I even brought this shit up. No. Don't be upset, young grasshopper. We want to know. Oh, man, look. They're talking about some whole other shit. This is like a story story. This is not like a, a report. Anyways. It's like a novel? Basically, it's in the LA Times and shit. Now I see why you be trying to make motherfuckers pay for this shit. Because like, this is a well-thought-out, put-together story. Like, I got a segue. You got a segue? I had another one. I had another wild story, but go ahead. I got a segue from that. Okay. Uh, I had joked about... It was perfect time for that uh, coming back from the dead because uh, yesterday was a holiday that um, I've probably celebrated every year of my life to my recognition. My recognition, mm-hmm. um, and I did not celebrate it yesterday. No, no, and I've been around a child that I can call my own in a way um, for two years now and we did the thing as a family last year which was 2019 right 
<clears throat> and I met them around 2018, so I wasn't, you know, comfortable enough to go trick-or-treating and do the whole Halloween thing with them that time. But we were still talking and sent pictures, seeing them doing it and whatnot. This year we did not do it because of uh, certain information that we learned and certain beliefs that we have. And that, that ties me into the question or just the point or topic of school. Because schools will, um, I guess, intentionally just bring these holidays to your children. Um, and I wouldn't say it was like forcing, but expecting or wanting them to participate. Or programming them to participate. You know, and that could be more of a school thing rather than the teacher thing. That could just be a school thing as a whole, I feel you. But, you know, the teachers tie into that, and, you know, teachers can do them their own thing individually, but I feel you on the school thing. Yes, programming. Uh, I'm part of, I'm part of like, uh, a little group where, you know, we we talk about things like that, um, and obviously the teacher and the school system, we deal with that, and... We're seeing, like, you know, they do try to push this on to the kids, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... Participate uh, in this. This is okay. This is just kind of tradition or it's a way of life. This is what what it's supposed to be. Right. And the people in the group that I'm talking about have brought up some, some points that I didn't, re- I didn't, you know, think about or even was experienced to any time in my life. But it was, like, people that went differently in the classroom for the kids... So they would be like, well, I talk with the teacher. We want you to kind of exclude or maybe talk or teach something different and not kind of force this upon our child, blase, blase, or just like, you know, she won't be there. You know, can you have a different assignment or he won't be there? She'll have a different assignment, blase, blase. Like these are uh, things that I'm kind of going through and I'm seeing like up close and personal and it is uh it's different because for the child's sake, too, you know, I came across some times where I didn't know how to really respond in my belief or um, maybe, like, have a a, a a counter or an alternate route to go when the child would come to me and say something, like, that was holiday-orientated or Halloween-orientated, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so it was just, uh, it's just something that's different, but... It's uh, it's really up to us because I noticed yesterday. Uh, my child didn't say anything about it, right? Because we didn't say anything about it. We didn't be like, oh, we didn't wake up like how I did my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Wake up and be like, today's Halloween. Where's your costume? Uh, let's watch movies. Uh, do we have candy for the trick or treaters? Or what type of candy do we want for the? When we go trick-or-treating, do we have our candy back? None of that shit happened yesterday. You know what I'm saying? So it was more on us as parents, as adults, to kind of dictate that and draw that out or, you know, produce that for your children or whoever it may be. You know what I'm saying? That's That speaks for the teachers. If it ain't your children, it's your, your children, but not your children in your house. How you can go about things. You know what I'm saying? When you're programming, you're forced, even like I was as a as a as a son in a house, you know what I'm saying? You kind of programmed into that shit traditionally, you know what I'm saying? So 
we did realize today, like, man, we didn't bring it up. We didn't intentionally try to deflect from it. We just did what we kind of what what we kind of been on on this path and with our beliefs and just kind of because yesterday was a Sabbath day. You know what I'm saying? So we did our Sabbath thing like we do every Saturday. Right. <laughs> so that was just like normal. But we understood like, man, that the other stuff we not even entertaining. Right. And we didn't think we didn't even notice it till today that the child in the house would be you would think be the most what about this what about that didn't even notice right but you know it was very mm-hmm. interesting it was very cool to kind of uh realize and just go about and not be so jaded and you know what other thing that I just I just thought about it just now that? we ha- we had to go to the store yesterday to get something we had to go to Walmart to get something and uh, it was nothing to do with any type of fucking holiday or any type of Halloween shit I think I was looking for like a sleeping bag or something. And we were like, why is it so fucking busy in here? Like it was people everywhere in the parking lot. Couldn't fucking drive through the parking lot like normal. Couldn't walk through the store like normal. The line, the checkout line where you check your shit out yourself, that shit. I said checkout line. There's usually not a fucking line. Right. It was a checkout fucking line. Like, you know what I'm saying? We were like, and then we thought about it when we were driving off. Like, oh yeah, it's fucking Halloween. Right. And that's usually the norm. When it comes to around these holidays, we just out jaded, whatever you want to call it, traditionally just in the in the shits. Right. You know what I'm saying? Spending a lot of money that you don't normally do. You know what I'm saying? We witnessing these things from like kind of like an outside perspective, a third party's perspective in a way. It's really it's really interesting, but um, you know what I'm saying? It's it's it's, a, it's like our little journey is kind of like graduating through this little life, you know what I'm saying? And Shaping it our way that we want to, you know what I'm saying? Rather than just kind of on this bitch strapped in in a fucking seat and like no control on the rail like a roller coaster. Right. Like, I can't even turn this bitch. You know what I'm saying? We could turn this motherfucker right now. We could stop. We could get out. We could investigate. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, uh, it's dope. You know what I'm saying? Especially with uh, not just yourself, but when you have children. You know what I'm saying? Children that you are really responsible for. You know what I'm saying? Like... You can't, uh, or that you really, you or that you really take else. care of. You feel me? That you just don't yeah, drop off with, you know, grandma, grandpa, auntie, uncle, <clears throat> teacher, fucking babysitter, exactly, um, friend. I think, and I, and, and let me say this. You know what? You know what's also different this year, and I'm just speaking as a third person listening. And and this is an interesting thing that you bring up. You know, I don't have kids, so you know the the thoughts and parallels that that come between us. We're totally different on this, but as someone you know that that fucks with you, and I'm just listening to what you're saying. You know what's also different this year? Your kid's not in school. You've been right. with the kid more often than not all year, so the kid is more than likely following your steps, your lead, yeah. and what you do on a daily basis. And they're not at school being programmed, and not only that. Which I think is to cut you off, Rugal. I think is beneficial. Definitely beneficial, and 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 it, I'm gonna get to that part because I've been formulating this the whole time you was talking. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep on 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 where I was at. It. I think this time with the with the kids being home this long, I think some parents out there have tried to figure it out how to incorporate the child in their everyday life as they see fit as far as teaching them things, telling them things showing them things because now that parent isn't reliant upon the school 
for what's considered or what I see is programming. Like the parent got to program the kid. Well, the mm. parent is a full-blown adult that does their own thing and <laughs> might have these different thoughts and ideas, but we still send our kids to school to go through this traditional system of whatever we've been taught over time. Well, that's not the case now. Now mm. that child is at home or they're around you or the family members on a regular basis, so now more truths come out because that that you can't you can't do whatever you do behind your kids back anymore. You know what I'm saying? When they at school, that leisure time, like, yo, they around all the time. So maybe your kid just thought you smoked at night. No, this nigga be in here smoking all day. And the kid <laughs> and the kids are a little smarter nowadays because they've been exposed to more, so they know more. So the with that being said, I think one of the reasons why your child wasn't so up in arms about Halloween is one, because like you said, y'all didn't bring it up. And two, they weren't at school being exposed to it by everybody and everything and being led to that. Because nine times out of 10, had that child been in school and you'd still been living your life, however you've been living your life, minus having all this interaction with the child, you would have been more reluctant as a parent just to cave in and give the child what they want because this is what the child is asking for. And what seems... Getting off the bus talking about it. You you feel me? What seems to be traditional or what her friends or his friends are doing, X, Y, and Z. So I think to speak to a larger point, that once we come out of this quote-unquote quarantine or what what have you, um, when more of the masses are able to, by and large, interact with each other, I think we might see more situations like that or hear more stories like that or might see things come to a head where we have different opinions and views of how things might go because of this time where a lot of parents have been raising their kids. We We... We gonna really see the real psychological effects of this shit over the next five to ten years, between the kids, between the adults, between yeah. the the new generations of babies who are born into this. You know what I'm saying? There there are a lot of certain mm-hmm. traditions or normals that are gonna be phased out over time, and there's a whole bunch of new things and interactions that are about to be incorporated, and it's gonna be a very big clash of old versus new psychologically and this might and this could probably like this could factor into how people did shit before when there was like whatever you want to call normalcy right so let's say you were just one that was like you know you raise you raise your children or you were a child you were a child that was raised this way where you just basically everything that had to do with shit not in the house was basically school like you're Let's just say you weren't fortunate enough or you didn't have any, you know, inspiration to or admiration to do shit out of school, like park district shit, camping shit, uh, team oriented, oriented shit, like fucking bowling, fucking basketball, like arts and crafts. Or, 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 or guess what? Gymnastics, fucking, sca- bro, it's a lot of shit that you could do outside of school. So now what I'm saying, like, there's still that that there. Now, if you relied on just school to kind of get your child into that and you don't use those, you know what I'm saying? You you might, you know, you might you might be it might be a little tougher, you know what I'm saying, getting them you really still have to kind of like cuz I I was fortunate enough to be a part of those like park districts and being part in like some team shit and doing shit outside of school, whether it was like uh gymnastics, 
fucking drawing, like learning shit outside of school. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's probably going to be really key now for you to do as parents or as children, like expand physical, because you're talking about, it's, you're talking about it's fucking limited period. now. Yeah, yeah I, I, it's limited now. But you, you know what I'm saying? You know what? I think here's an even bigger mind fuck out of this shit. What about the kid who wasn't doing his work in school, wasn't reading, doing all of this shit? What about they come out of this shit actually reading, actually and 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 being inquisitive and in the shit? Because one of the one of the the main common um things about going to school is that you're not smart if you don't do good in school. Maybe I'm just not into this shit. Maybe right. this shit is beneath me. And now that I have more free time to roam on my own and explore, maybe I am reading more. Maybe I am exploring more because now I have more freedom to move my mind in a direction where I want to as opposed to being led mm-hmm. on a particular path that's been chosen for me by whoever yeah. however long ago. If you could shape it out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right? yeah. We're going to have a lot of free thinkers after this. And also on the other side of that, we're going to have a lot of people who are just that cut off who are that mind fucked by what they're so normal to that the new shit, they ain't going to be able to comprehend. They might not be able to catch up as quickly. You know what I'm saying? So there's, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of shifting things taking place as all of this shit takes place. Um, that was, that was good. I like where that went, bro. Yeah. I thought about that. Like when we was joking around with the Halloween shit, like, and how, like, you know, it's like, damn, that shit, that shit was really big. Like how we, uh, what we had talked about here in the house earlier today. Yeah, cause, cause, I think for y'all, not, not, it, it's, it's a big thing because y'all are traditionally trained or programmed or educated or taught to be in that type of way, right? So for y'all, it's a big breakthrough to break it, but, right. but it's also another big breakthrough to see, damn, the kid really is paying attention to us that much that. The kid didn't give a fuck. The kid didn't even speak up not once. The kid is so in tune with where we're at. It's like, God damn, it's, it's, it's an awakening, bro. I don't, and like I said, I don't have kids, but I would hope that during this time of folks being around their kids more, having to deal with their kids more, that they start to understand that, hey, these kids nowadays got access to a lot more shit than we did when we were growing up. So these kids are growing up a lot faster and they're having more adult yeah. opinions about things quicker than we might have. So I understand that that's a child and you need to treat a child like a child needs to be treated. But at the same time, you still need to have these these mind boggling and these mind engaging conversations to make sure that it's being shaped right. And also, right. you as the mm. adult, you're going to have to confront some things yourself. Why you why you trying to teach this child one thing? You're gonna have to confront some things yourself. There might be some changes you need to actually make in, in yourself on a regular basis, or carry yourself a particular way on a uh, regular basis. Because now this child is getting more of you. So it's a lot of it's a lot of different dynamics that take place with that shit. Excuse me. Woo. Good shit, bro. Good shit. Uh. This is very good. This is very good shit. I don't know how to pronounce this shit, but I'm going to spell it out. A-P-O-P-H-I-S. 
a.k.a. the god of chaos, Asteroid, is speeding up and increasingly the likelihood of hitting Earth in 2068. New observations have found that uh, Apophis, or god of chaos, Asteroid, is actually the size of three football fields and speeding up due to the Yorka Fish? Yorka f some Some type of effect. Uh... <laughs> This is when the asteroid heats up in a non-uniform way, leading to the release of heat exerting a thrust that can alter the asteroid's direction or speed it up. Um, so, yeah. This thing is uh, basically being pushed around by the sunlight of the sun as it approaches Earth. And supposedly, this bitch is going to hit us or might pass by us in 2068. I'm thinking I might have a Bulls championship, <laughs> possibly a Bears championship by then. I'm gonna go with a Bulls one first because Dude don't they're even the care latest about the ones. Asteroid. Because they're the latest ones to. Uh, Dude don't even care about some... the asteroid. <laughs> nigga, I'm talking about the asteroid. This nigga say. So uh. Mm -mm. They're the latest ones to make some some management changes and some shit. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Like, right? That's crazy. That's a long time from now for them to be able to project that. Hey, but check it though. Who gives a fuck about that asteroid, right? Because just a couple shows ago, we was talking about that doomsday clock in Times Square, and they was only saying like seven years before some carbon emission shit, right? So who gives a fuck about this asteroid, right? Who cares about an asteroid when you got climate change, right? Let me guess. If the ozone layer was thicker, it would be able to bounce the asteroid away from the Earth. Hmm. Fuck out of here. Niggas definitely playing Fortnite. What the fuck do y'all be talking about, man? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah, the doomsday, the doomsday clock. I remember that. Yeah, that threw me off. I mean, even oh. with this asteroid, what the fuck y'all be talking about, man? Y'all just be saying some shit. I'm supposed to be worried about a fucking asteroid in 2068 and the fucking elections in like two days. What about <laughs> y'all telling me, should I worry about this asteroid? Should I worry about Trump? Should I worry about fucking climate change? Should I worry about coronavirus? Trump. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, give me this shit in like priority, like 1A, 1B format, please. What the fuck? Hmm. And uh, has there ever been an asteroid that's like hit the Earth and it's with them the nasty shit in like modern time? Uh, I guess there was the one that killed the dinosaurs. Nah, I'm I'm talking modern. Like time. recently? Mm -hmm. Not that I know of. That'd be something to Google. Mm -hmm. That'd be a good. That'd be a good documentary. Uh, for uh, has any fucking asteroid? Two or three the sizes of a football field hit fucking well, no, Earth well, after the dinosaurs. Well, apparently no, because this asteroid is going to kill us. Mm. This asteroid hitting us could potentially wipe out 67% of the Earth, they're claiming. If it landed in Africa, you would feel it in Alaska, is what they're saying. So my, my question is, what does that news do for anybody? <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck did you tell us that for? 
Not you, but whoever like wrote the, like whoever wrote that article, whoever like thought about like, damn, this is something that we should put out there. It was a. Uh, what was the point of that? It was a. Uh, I want to say it was Forbes Business reported that. They trying to. They trying to fucking instigate. <laughs> they trying to. They trying to. <laughs> they trying to see more riots and more fucking uh chaos. More <laughs> Trump land. What was this shit? Looting. They trying to see more looting. They want. They got some fucking. Hey, speaking of looting. Did you see that man Santa Cruz get his face looted last night? Like, I know you ain't watched the fight, but did you see the knockout? Nah, I still ain't watched it. You ain't seen the knockout. Live reaction. Live reaction, y'all. I'm about to send it to bro right now. World Star Hip Hop exclusive. Go ahead. Go ahead. Pull it up. Because, boy, he slapped that boy, boy. Boy, he debo that boy. Boy, he motherfucking Craig after he hit Debo with the brick. Boy, he motherfucking boy after hitting the backwood too hard. Boy, boy after after you slipped and fell on the ice and home alone. Boy, They said that boy was passed out for about five minutes before he woke up smiling. Kind of, I'm kind of pissed. I ain't see the fight now, man. That's Vontae Davis or whatever. Yeah, Vontae. I want to say his name, Devontae Davis from Floyd's. Camp. Yeah, that's one of Floyd boxes. Yeah. Like, can y'all replay that on Showtime now? <laughs> can y'all make a movie about? <laughs> <that>? <laughs> can y'all make a Netflix original about that? <laughs> Dude died. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Murdered that man's yeah. face. Talking about some looting, boy. He looted that boy's face, boy. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our recap of the fight, man. The nigga got knocked <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. You got knocked out. Fuck. The nigga got put on his ass, man. Oh, um, mm. moving to some other funny shit. Have you seen this video of this DoorDash driver? Now, because I'm a strong advocate of DoorDash. I fuck with DoorDash. I fuck with DoorDash over Uber Eats because DoorDash lets me finesse them more than Uber Eats lets me finesse them. Okay? Like, I finesse... Look, check it. Shorts had was using the account, right? From her phone and shit. I finessed fucking DoorDash so much that when she tried to complain about missing some food that really was missing, they told her that because of my account history, they couldn't issue a credit. 
So she had to call and complain, and then they gave her a credit. You feel me? Which I recently used. But um, that's why I fuck with DoorDash. But have you seen this DoorDash driver? Nope. All right. Live reaction number two for a bro. Because a lot of people <laughs> have seen this DoorDash driver. Shorty looked like Jazz the Rapper. I think she got on like a New York Yankees hat or some shit. <laughs> so check Shorty out. Watch what Shorty does. Watch the finesse. Y'all ain't ever seen this. I didn't see. Oh, man. I seen somebody slip like twice. Oh, yeah. I seen Buddy slip twice. We can talk about Buddy slip. I think you sent that to the group. Oh, Buddy slip it twice. (laughs) (laughs) For the the Cheesecake Factory, they said. Talking about pull the pump face. (laughs) She cuffed that shit. Super cuffed that shit. You feel me? For the cheesecake fan. Damn. Shorty was hungry. They must have had a steak. That's why you don't pick the option, leave at the door. Goof ass. That's why you motherfucking do the option or hand it to me. Fuck you mean. Steak and cake. <laughs> Took her cheesecake and her and their steak. They eye ringed her goofy ass though. <laughs> we got the video doorbell right? on your stupid ass. Speaking of the Amazon worker, though, Amazon worker was dedicated after busting their shit, was they not? Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was that was bogus. The uh, the motherfucker fell on what was on some ice. They or some slipped shit? on some ice out. and hit their shin. Looked like they hit their shin on a brick, and then they fell the second time on like their yeah. back of their ass or some shit. I, I low key would have been out after the first one. That shin, <laughs> that shin, that shin hit. Oh yeah, that's it. That shit hits dead. That's floor hockey. That's freshman year floor hockey right there. I'm done. I quit. Give me an F for the day. I'm done. Fuck you mean. The shins, boy, that shit hurts. So, yeah, man. Um, Be wary of the DoorDash drivers. I got something to talk about. What you got? Have we talked about Ice Cube? Yeah, we talked about Ice Cube. I mean, this could kind of move into that 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 arena, I guess, depending on what you finna say. Go ahead. Cause remember we had talked about someone that was, uh, you know, Forrest Bias. Oh yeah, not Forrest Biden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bring up Cube. I had Cube in the notes. Along is this not a man for the people? Who Cube? Yeah, because of what he, what I'm hearing these speakers about, and what he believes in, and who he is, and where he came from, is this not someone that that we can be behind? As far as like someone that maybe you had said too, like why aren't there more people that, that are having a um, a plan in a in a in a in a way for us? You know what I'm saying? Right. And this man does. Not only does, but is one of us, not someone from without trying to say they have something for within. Right. <laughs> um the the knock on, on Cube right now is the new update is saying that the, the 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 campaign team did say, you know, um we would talk with you, we would meet with you, but I guess it wasn't along the terms of what Ice Cube wanted. And that's why he declined to meet with them. 
It's not that they declined to meet with him or they said that they'll meet with him after the election. It's just that he declined with, to meet with them because they didn't fit the terms and conditions of which he required them to meet with him. Um, now, that kind of throws a blemish. It doesn't change anything I said, but it kind of does throw a blemish on him because you, you almost trotted out or came out and made it seem like they said, yo, we ain't fucking with you at all. Now, I understand you only want to talk to the people in charge or you want to only talk to the people who can actually make a change, but what you can't do in that position is come out and say, well, they didn't want to talk to me. What, what would have even been better was coming out and saying, well, yo, they offered to talk, but it... it, it w- they wasn't speaking my language. It's not even that they weren't speaking my language. It it wasn't the people I felt. They sent the messenger when I wanted to talk to the to the king. You understand? So, <laughs> you you got to know how to... You didn't to, even get to sit down and talk with nobody. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta watch how you play that, play that, that story. Because now it makes you look like you're a liar. It makes you look like you just for Trump. You know what I'm saying? It makes you look like you took a check. I'm not saying that personally. I'm just saying what it could come off as. And for the people saying, well, he should have met with whoever um, the Democrats or the, the, the Biden campaign said he could meet with, eh, I'm not feeling that either. If, if the man wanted to speak to particular people, then they should have made that happen. Is that that's what you do when you have a platform? That's what you do when when you are who you are. You you bargain and you and you go back and forth until you get to a common ground. That man wanted to speak to certain people who he felt like could actually do something for whatever he was trying to make happen, and he felt like who they offered him was just not acceptable. People turn down meetings all the time. I I don't fault him for that. Um, supposedly he had a phone conversation with Kamala and. That kind of went left, or I'm not sure, but you know, I'm I'm still advocating for what he's doing. But like I said, Ice Cube is still someone who used to be a rapper, who um <laughs> is an entertainer, who is the owner of a sports league, and yet still hears someone advocating for us and see understand that that's a millionaire advocating for people of poverty. Or that's someone with certain privilege and advantages advocating for people without those same things. So when they move a particular way or do something and it can be criticized and we can snip at it just a little bit, they're going to make it look bad, which makes the overall thing look bad. So, Absolutely. I do, I do agree with that. But, uh, yeah, you have to be... You have to be honest uh, also, too. Yeah. I, I feel what you're saying on that, but... As far as like uh, you know, having those type of plans, man, I think it's it's uh it's good, but um, you know, we just have to make sure that uh it doesn't get you know translated wrong like they can't like they probably you know I don't I don't put it past them I don't put it past them of trying to make sure that the image gets set a certain way. You know, I'm not saying that it, it's always that way with uh Kanye West, but the man does have some points. But you you understand like when he does speak, it's gonna it's gonna come across, and they can make they can make a debacle out of it. Like you know, you don't want that to be the case. 
uh, with every everybody that comes and tries to speak for us. And I'm speaking for, like, you know, as far as like Ice Cube situation right now, he doesn't really have any of that for them to be, you know, on him, on his case. You know what I'm saying? Of course, they going to do what they do with Kanye. But like, we have to like, you know, really take it a little bit serious, though, when it, when when the man wants to speak and has these solutions because i was listening to like i think it was like four or five or five of the different plans like it was just you know it sounds kind of like what they were basically doing in oklahoma and shit like that before before you know it you know they put it to flames and shit like you know self self uh efficient black businesses in multiple cities like they're trying to build right now and, and have that connection Especially in the South. Yeah, and don't and don't think and make sure y'all do y'all research. Don't think Black Wall Street down in Tulsa was the only like the only example of that that type of situation where them folks came in and just murdered us like that. Happened in Florida, happened in Illinois. It happened the most recent one was when they did the bombing in Philadelphia. I wanna say it was like back in the nineteen eighties. Um Yeah, it was a Yeah, so you know Yeah, for I mean it, yeah, that shit's uh <laughs> All over, like a, it's a, it's a lot of different massacres that, that like, wars, bro. Like, like little, oh, little, little yeah. wars that they have named. Like, and if you do the research, like them, them bitches is chaos. You know what I'm saying? It's basically mass massacres. But no, nah, um, <clears throat> you know they're trying to put together those, those different uh, connections for you know, for the better. You know what I'm saying? And I just. I think it's more than just, uh, you know, thinking about a spokesperson and whatnot as far as presidential elections. Like, you have to look into a lot of these different um, plans that are out there and are being presented. You know what I'm saying? Like, the for voting and, like, for judges and all that different types of shit. Stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? To try to be able to have some type of ownership in this country and on this land. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's really what's more important, and I and I I like to uh, I like to get behind that because, you know, it's speaking it's speaking more so. Uh, how it can impact us directly and what we deserve, like, and what's being uh kind of. Not not being uh, it's it's harming us more than we can actually take advantage of it. Like for like I remember they were talking about the immigrant laws and shit like that. Like how the immigrant laws, like they were just saying, like don't necessarily make it to where immigrants can't come here, but just they said just re-examine them and ha- look out how it affects us. You know what I'm saying? How <laughs> we are getting still the bottom of the barrel even after immigrants coming here, being able to get certain stuff that we can't even get. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Being on the being that we are like. The laborers of this country and our ancestors are the laborers of this country. It's like they're just saying, like Ice Cube talks about that. Reexamine the immigrant laws because it's not fair. Like motherfuckers in our hoods and on our neighborhoods is like you know, uh, <laughs> like Indians and shit, or like Arabs and Chinese and like they're they have businesses in our shit. We but they they're getting these fucking loans and these fucking certificates to be able to do so while we can't like you know what i'm saying like re-examine those laws you know what i'm saying and you know that's what that's what we need to get behind if we want to help you know a lot of shit and i fucks with it like when they speak that that's when it's really affecting home because uh i don't think uh 
they were also talking about the Constitution too, and like reexamining those and how those are written out because they were talking about how the when they speak about we the people and all the people and the you know that's speaking about white folks. Yeah, they talking about Caucasians about, because there's fucking yeah, when they're speaking about saying I'm a whole yeah, person and exactly. not just three fifths of a person. Like people need to understand that this is one they of the very to us as uh and and for those. And for those, and, and for those who do not, and and for that's when they speak not for them. They're speaking basically just for black folks. Because they also they the will niggas. say immigrants. They'll say immigrants, but you have to understand we are not immigrants. So, you know they they speak about that shit. That shit's deep. That shit's really hits home. And I, I could get behind that because it's also someone that knows who they are, speaks for us, and. Um, I don't know. We just need more of that, man. People need to understand and open their eyes a little bit more. Um, see what's see what's going on. Killer Mike has, I won't say it's Killer Mike's new uh, black-owned bank, but the owner, he, uh, the new majority owner of a black and Latin-owned and operated uh, operated digital bank, hopes to make supporting black-owned businesses a little easier for consumers. Greenwood was created by Bounce TV owner Ryan Glover and his close friend, rapper activist Killer Mike, or Michael Render. So this happened not too long ago. It's an online digital bank, kind of like Chime, um, that's owned by black people and operated by black and Latin people. So I wanted to put that out there. This is also, you know, um, celebrities or people in the entertainment industry helping us or, or speaking for us, trying to advocate for us, and I have no problem with that. But I will play this popular clip that's been popping up everywhere. It's Malcolm X, and I'll, I'll let this ride real quick. Hold on. Oh, hold on. I told you a little while ago, these leaders that they call leaders, this included Lena Horne, this included Dick Gregory, and this included comedians, comics, trumpet players, baseball players. Show me in the white community where a comedian is a white leader. Show me in the white community where a singer is a white leader or a dancer or a trumpet player is a white leader. These aren't leaders. These are puppets and clowns that uh, have been set up over the white community and are over the black community by the white community and have been made celebrities and usually say exactly what uh, they know that the white man wants to hear. Just so by playing that clip, it reverts back to what I've been saying over the past couple of weeks about celebrities, entertainers, athletes. I'm not saying they're all that. But that's how it feels to me. That's how it's felt to me over time. And if you go back and look at shit, that's how it really feels, what they really did. Like, go back, before you got woke, before you was conscious, go back and look at some of your favorites. Go look at what they did. You know what I'm saying? Like, pay attention. So, with that being said, you know, Ice Cube advocating is cool, da-da-da this, da-da-da that. But I'm just ready to see more people who are actually in that space of our color making an impact, period. Well, the one, one person that he has on his team is Dr. Claude Anderson. Who is that? A black man that was in the pres- in political uh, White Houses with Jimmy Carter. This man, this man is one of the men that Ice Cube has on his team helping present that. Good. You know what I'm saying? Like... It's real deal shit. Holyfield, like, and, and, and no, and that, but, but but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just gave me an education, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people are privy to that information unless they go search for it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But 
What I'm saying is that needs to be put out there in the forefront. I would like to see that put out there in the forefront. I understand Ice Cube is someone that that's the face of it, but maybe my man that you just spoke of needs to be the face of it, saying that he has these different people supporting it. You know what I'm saying? Because it comes off differently. It it speaks to me at least personally differently, and I think it would speak to a lot more people differently. And it spoke to me differently because I actually heard it from Dr. Claude Anderson. Ah. I've heard of Ice Cube's plan. I mean, I've heard of Ice Cube, but. I got this information from Dr. Claude Anderson. Right. And that was played at my church, or the church uh, church video. Right, and and, and, and there lies also, it, rever it, it reverts back or relies back onto your sources to get information as well. But it's, it's, it's just, it's just um, you know, you have to understand, like, who and what's going on out there because there are... There are a lot of things that are being presented that, yeah, you really have to dig for. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to be out there in, like, where most people think they're going to get their information from. Like, you have to, it's like, it's crazy. How are you going to have a shovel and go dig for somewhere if you don't know where to go dig? Like, yeah, you got the shovel and shit. You ready to, like, dig some shit, but you don't even know where to fucking put the shovel into the ground. Right. So, it's really, it's really up to the individual. It's hard to, like, you know tell people to do anything or give people advice or information do anything if you don't know where their mind or their heart or their uh desire is like what are your what is your life even about you know what i'm saying and that really falls into votes and campaigns like of course people are going to get jaded and fed into anything that they get fed uh through whatever advertisements campaigns you know what i'm saying of course but um, it's deeper than that if you uh if you really into it. I mean I'm not really into the whole voting thing but I do understand like there's a lot of stuff that affects uh our life whether it's like you know um just living uh on this land and businesses all that shit you know what I'm saying it affects it affects us uh every day and that's what's more important to me than a lot of this bullshit that they're gonna put out there to make us fucking march and protest over. True indeed. Now that we've now that we've seemed to have gotten to somewhat of a serious point, gotten to some politics, let's just go ahead and get this shit out the way. It's November first. Election is in two days. Uh do you plan on voting? Uh I don't think so. All right. Um tell me who you think is going to win. It's just Trump and uh, Biden. Trump, Biden, uh, Kanye West. For real? Trump, Biden, Kanye West. There's a couple other people, but you know, it's it's mainly Trump and Biden. I have no clue. I seriously have no clue. None. I've seen a lot. Of, I've seen a lot of um, since I've been driving around. I've seen a lot of Trump shit. It just shows me like how many people really fuck with this man. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if Trump wins. So I'd, I'd say probably Trump wins. I totally feel the same. I think people need to prepare for that. Also, on top of that, um, around D.C., now I'll send you this video. Short show me this video. This is happening around D.C. 
as we speak, and they seem to be like boarding up DC and basically preparing for what they deem civil unrest behind this election. Uh, I saw a report saying that CPD is heightening uh, police presence around downtown for the next 10 days. Um, earlier, Early on in, in this month, people were saying Biden this, Biden that. All, all the news outlets, okay? All the fucking news outlets, all these main sources of media were just Biden's ahead, this, that, and the third. And then all of a sudden, all of a fucking sudden, oh, the Trump supporters are, are coming out in waves. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, it's the red wave. And I'm just like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. We knew this pussy was going to win. We knew it. We know it. This ain't. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Miss me. Like you said, I, I've been seeing the Trump Pence shit everywhere. What are you talking about? Biden's going to win. My man really never had a chance, if you ask me. But the election, it hasn't happened. All this melon ballot shit. Look, man, I can tell you as a. <laughs> I can tell you as someone who knows. Um, that melon ballot shit, man, they finna, they finna go crazy with throwing all, mostly all of that shit out if they can. You feel me? If you didn't do the early melon ballot, if you, if you didn't, if you didn't get your shit off in time, if you was late with it, if you was lollygagging, man, whatever, your shit probably ain't counted. Just gonna keep it real. Like this man is finna steal this election in front of everybody's eyes. And I think personally me, cause if I had a chance to do it, I would do it. And I, I'm not here to push um, political shit on anybody. I just want you, if you have the chance, to watch this election. If you ain't doing shit Tuesday evening, Tuesday night, watch this shit. Just watch it. Just watch it. All you people who claim you woke, claim you know about this, that, and the third, watch this shit. Watch it. Because I remember last election. By 7 p.m., they knew Trump was president. Do I think this one's going to go that quick? No. But watch this shit. Because I promise you, this shit that's going to happen Tuesday does not line up with nothing they've been telling us for the past five or six months about this campaign, about this election. None of it. It's not going to line up. I promise you it's not. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah, I ain't been. I ain't. Uh, what it when it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Decision. Decision day. Decision. Decision day. You watched that video I sent you? Mm. -mm. Look at that shit. Look what they doing. Look what they doing around DC right now. Look at this shit. Talk about a pandemic. Look at this shit. What they bored and shit up? Yeah. I can't press it for some reason. It's not playing, but I see them bored and stuff up. Doing it's this shit scary. hella early. And and I'm not I, I don't know. And I'm not even gonna come out and say it's a pandemic. I'm not gonna come out and say coronavirus ain't real because one of my nephews and one of my nieces, who are both under the age of twenty five, both got the shit. Both got diagnosed with the shit this past week. So something's going on. You feel me? Yeah. But I had a niece that got diagnosed as well. But even with that said, man, like 
They talking about a hundred thousand cases a day. The the Trump rally supposedly might have been the cause of thirty thousand cases of coronavirus. So what about the the Biden rallies? Because he's been having rallies. You mean to tell me everybody at the Biden rallies a a got they fucking chin diaper up over their nose? Wait, wait. You mean to tell me we can't do sporting events, but we can go stand in line for polling for the American election? And that's not going to be a super spreader event? All right. And I voted. I did mail-in ballot. I did all that shit. I just signed it. I didn't, I didn't fill it out. I let someone else fill it out. I let them take my vote. Yep. That's what I did. Because I was trying to prove a point that shit don't matter. <laughs> but we'll see how this shit turns out. Yes. Yes, we will. You see, you see all the rappers coming out and endorsing uh, Trump? Wayne came out and you seen Wayne got the photo op with Trump? You seen that? Oh, yeah. Wayne got the super photo op with Trump. Nope. I have not seen any of it. What? Yeah, you ain't, you ain't seen it. Yeah. No. Lil Wayne, they, people are disregarding Lil Wayne now because of this. I'm like, shut up. Hey. I'm still your favorite rapper alive. Shut up. How could you ever? Wayne, how could you? You're my favorite rapper. You're the best rapper alive. How could you do it? Now, look, it's funny. I'm on Twitter trying to find this photo that was just everywhere a day ago. Ah, there it goes. And, and I'm about to say I could barely find this bitch. McDonald trumpet. <laughs> got Wayne endorsing him. Got uh, 50 Cent endorsing him. Little Pump endorses him. I'm like, duh, nigga. They're millionaires. Millionaires are going to support other millionaires because they know that they're going to keep them wealthy. What are you talking about? Millionaires and billionaires. Photo? That's a real photo? That's a real fucking like... photo. Looks 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 weird. Mind you, that's the same nigga that made the song Georgia Bush. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Then they was talking about they was talking about a uh, whole time Mrs. Officer was really a Blue Lives Matter song. <laughs> what? Yeah, man. When I say they went crazy when they seen that shit, nobody cared about 50, bro. Nobody cared. It's like it's 50 cent. We expect that, right? 50 said he might be he might move if this shit happened. He might move out the country if this shit happened. Then you had Lil Pump. <laughs> you know who Lil Pump is, right? Yeah. Lil White Boy rapper. This nigga talking about yeah. oh, I endorse Trump, nigga. Uh, nigga. Motherfuckers like you y'all done with Lil Lil Pump? Bro, I'm done with any white man screaming nigga over fucking rap beats. Yeah. Been done with that, motherfucker. What the fuck are you talking about? Never what? started. <laughs> Never. So, yeah, man. Elections coming up. Exercise your right to do whatever the fuck you want with that shit. Election. Get, get ready. It's going to be a... It's, I want to watch this shit because it's going to be a wild-ass show. It's going to be a wild-ass reality TV show. It's going to be a wild one. And hopefully all the bets I've made, you know, over the, over the years, people pay up. Well, at least just call and acknowledge that I was right. Because that's what it'd be about for me. Money and bragging rights. <laughs> oh, 
And that moves me to another topic I want to get to about some bragging rights. Ah. Glad we saved this for the end of the show. Because it looks like we're getting ready to wrap this shit up. What's up, little Ray John Rondo? <laughs> I FaceTimed it. Gee, the nigga Bo texted me talking about 28-0. Second quarter, this nigga D Rage quit. I texted that nigga Ray John Rondo. <laughs> little Streets of Rage. I was raising FaceTimed against the machine. <laughs> like what happened? I face out a nigga. He's like, that nigga quit. Joe, get his motherfucking ass. Nigga got a part of it. <laughs> what happened, man? I'm not surprised either. I just want to say that I'm not surprised that you rage quit. <laughs> I don't know what I was. I doing, wanted to text. Okay? I, was... I wanted to text you. Know who's so bad? Like, what are you over there doing? Is he mad? <laughs> I just cut it off because <laughs> I, I I was playing the game all day. I beat Tommy earlier. I fucking was killing in 2K. I was just having oh, a good day. Oh, you feel good? And then I just played him and just <laughs> completely just thought I was having a good day still. That nigga came in there Nothing. and ran bench every fucking play, didn't he? Uh, it wasn't even bench. Four birds? It, it was just a lot of different stuff that was, that was, that was working well. <laughs> and uh, I was trying to... Be something I wasn't with Dak Prescott. I don't know. I forgot my team and what we're good at. It was completely not doing that. I already know my defense is horrendously bad, but. <laughs> it was that bad? Uh, my defense, no, it's just that bad all the time. So I already knew that wasn't going to be like something that I could rely on. So I don't know why I was playing a certain way on offense. Should have been playing a different way, but it didn't work. And uh, I'll, pl- I'll try to play again. You know, if I don't play well and or if I do play well, whatever happens, if I lose, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to tank. I'm probably going to tank even if I win because my team sucks and I need to do some major changes. And we're not going to be able to uh, get far, execute anything um, the way my roster is built. I drafted horribly. Didn't mean to get Dak Prescott. What the fuck? And uh, don't really know how to play with him that well, so... There's that, okay? Oh, shit. I just love it. Fucking, I got you on. Fucking rage quit. I got him on record being humble. I fucking sucked, <laughs> okay? But, you know, I, uh, I have I have faith in my uh, abilities with with other with other teams in other days. Um, my team that I drafted, that's on me. <laughs> <laughs> I drafted high and horribly. Don't know what I was doing, so I deserve I deserve what I got. Horrible, horrible, horrible quarterback pick by Dak Prescott. I accidentally clicked on him when I meant to click on the nigga I just played against, who Bo has was Deshaun Watson. Had him last year in our league, and he's extremely cheesy. Yeah, and uh, I was planning on doing that. Fuck, I look like. Drafting Dak Prescott. Don't oh, fuck with dude. Dallas quarterbacks' lives matter, bro. Relax. <laughs> Hashtag Dallas quarterbacks' lives I know matter. he's dealing with all the injuries in real life, but I, hey, this is about my game right now. <laughs> and I'm not really the biggest Dak fan, so. 
watch out for the Cowboys fans. I know I got to take it easy now, but it's not even that type of story, fam. Chill. I would say they'd be all right, but they ain't going to be all right. <laughs> they smacked Andy Dalton the other day. <laughs> they murdered Andy Dalton the other day. Fuck you, man. Somebody said that his teammates was bogus because they ain't like put their chest out and was like, why you hit my quarterback? <laughs> Push and shove. Oh, they just let him get smacked and shit. Whole time, speaking of getting smacked, I'm probably about to lose this fantasy matchup against you this week in fantasy football. And guess what? That works. For not me. Fuck you, man. It's not looking too good out here for for a player. Yeah, I need, it looks good. Yeah, I need Denver. I need Denver to score hella points tonight on on Los Angeles' defense. Baker fucking Mayfield, fucking bum. Vegas won again today, by the way. Look at them. Lamar Jackson been oh. huffing it all fucking season. Look at that, another touchdown. Oh. Tannehill, let's run it. Devontae Adams going nuts. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't run with Allen Robinson today, and I put in my man's Justin Jefferson, and he's got a healthy five points. Work, two works minutes for left me. in the fourth. Works for me. And uh, I played Tyler put Jared Higgins. Jared in while you were at it. Or T. Higgins, I'm sorry. T. Higgins, I played him, and he's been going nuts. Should have played Jared Goff. No, I'll I'll live with him on the bench with that five point five five. Did you see them losing to Miami after just beating the Bears? No. Who's my? Is Miami got Tua playing right now? Yeah, they got Tua playing. He's putting up numbers. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what Tua doing. Let's see what Tua's doing ah! by Bitcoin. Tua has six points. That nigga has 67 passing yards, two rushing attempts, a fumble, and it was a, a lost fumble. Up 28-10 on the Rams somehow. I don't think he's playing. Oh, okay. He was in there, and then they took him out of there. In there like swimwear? Oh, look at that. Aaron Rodgers passed to Devontae Adams. Let's run it up. Bro, Again? Yeah, they've been connecting. That's three. That's three of them today. And he ain't even got 100 yards. All right, man. Session 123, man. It's been one. Thanks for coming. Thanks for showing up. We'll be back next week. Y'all be smooth. Yeah, be smooth. Peace. Peace.